0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for your listening pleasure. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Turnbuckle Topics Podcast. I am your host, Pat Danine, and um, just watched Monday Night Raw. Usually don't do reviews for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, so on and so forth. Usually save it for the pay-per-views, but, um, you know, I felt compelled to get on here for a few minutes. So um, let's start off with story time, shall we? So I'm going to take it back to 34 days ago when, uh, I'm not going to name names, but a WWE official personally told me that there is going to be a female superstar that is getting a complete overhaul, and her name happened to be Nikki Cross. Actually went as far as to tell me that Nikki Cross was going to be a superhero for her new gimmick along the lines of Hurricane Helms or Mighty Molly. Didn't quite know how to feel about it, but of course, if you know me, as I always do, I said, oh, sounds great. Sounds great. And believe me, I'm not against it, even to this day. What are we, about four weeks in on this new character? I'm not against it. So, you know, Nikki A.S.H., as they call her now, almost superhero, she wins the Money in the Bank ladder match Sunday night. Wasn't my choice. I had Liv Morgan. But um, I'm okay. I'm okay with Nikki winning that. Uh, in the fashion that it happened, it was very lackluster. Uh, that end of that Women's Money in the Bank match, as I said in the review. Um, so many different ways it could have went as far as uh, just how the finish went down. Uh, again, regardless which one of those... Uh, Eight women. Whoever would have won. It could have went down way better. So. Fast forward to Monday Night Raw. Right before they go off air. Rhea Ripley. Charlotte Flair going at it once again for the Raw Women's Championship. This time Charlotte is holding the title. As she had beat Rhea Ripley Sunday night at Money in the Bank. Becoming a five-time Raw Women's Champion. So this match ends abruptly. Um, Although it did go on for probably over 10 minutes, but um, Charlotte essentially took her ball and was going home with it. Um, Rhea Ripley went to go chase her up the ramp to stop her, bring her back to the ring, and then Charlotte hit Rhea with the championship, which resulted in a disqualification. Yes, Rhea, of course, got the win. Charlotte still remained champion because, as we all know, titles don't change hands in that, that kind of fashion. So Rhea beats... The daylights out of Charlotte Flair, leaves her for dead in the middle of the ring. Nikki A.S.H.'s theme music hits. She comes running out, has her money in the bank briefcase, which she has held for about 24 hours, if that, and um, goes to the referee and says she wants to cash in. Again, a lifeless Charlotte Flair sitting there in the middle of the ring. This is you got to pick your spots, and, well, this is an opportune time to do so. I believe Nikki went up to the top rope, gave her a crossbody of some sort, and pinned her for the one-two-three and your new Raw Women's Champion, Nikki Ash, formerly known as Nikki Cross. Now, um, I don't want to say too much too soon because realistically, I have no problem, um, with, you know, any superstar for that matter if they win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Who am I to tell them, you know, when to cash in? I mean in 2018 Alexa cashed in the same night that she won it and was successfully uh, the new Raw Women's Champion. The next year in 2019, same thing with Bayley. Uh she won at Money in the Bank and then cashed in later that night and became the SmackDown Women's Champion. So hey, you do it when you when you see fit. My thing is once again 34 days ago when I was told about this this whole brand new outlook and approach and, and um Character for Nikki Cross, hey, that's great. But already wins Money in the Bank and a title, going into SummerSlam nonetheless. One of the core four pay-per-views. Something's up. Something ain't sitting right. Yeah, I read a few things earlier in the day, Monday, uh, stating that this uh, this this win for Nikki was more or less a reward, a way of saying thank you uh, for her now becoming the Women's Money in the Bank champion or briefcase holder, and you might be saying, what do you mean a thank you? Uh, for what? And honestly, as as it came out in the in the past weeks that this whole character idea seemed to be Nikki's idea, hey, obviously worked out great. We're barely a month into the character, and she won Money in the Bank and the new Raw Women's Champion. Um, but it's I see this as maybe uh, WWE's way of saying that this is going to be incredibly... Marketable, almost superhero. You could take that in so many which ways. You know, all, all the relationships that WWE has, and I get it. This is uh, probably a dream as far as marketing goes in general. I mean, you want to talk about uh, merchandise, for one. They, I think she's going to end up doing great with her merchandise, no matter what they sell. Capes, uh, little face masks that she comes out with. Uh, from headbands to wristbands, you name it. Backpacks, all that stuff. Because Nikki Cross, believe me, uh, it is, gives you that whole underdog vibe. And is somebody I outwardly have no problem cheering for. But, um, again, new character, less than a month, wins money in the bank, and now the Raw Women's Champion. It's like, what, what's next? Where, where does she realistically go from here? Um, that would have been an amazing, uh, character to have for an incredible chase even if it took weeks months jumping from a couple brands and hey even if she cashed in on the last day she's eligible to cash in next July I think that would have even been a beautiful story it took her a year to get it all together to to wait for the right moment and seize that opportunity and she got the job done it's just like She's not looking like an almost superhero to me. She's looking like uh, one of the best superheroes of all time. You know, uh, y- you win the briefcase, and the next day you get the job done against the most decorated professional wrestler in in the industry, as far as women are concerned. Granted, she wasn't at her best, and she was a little dizzy. Nonetheless, she pinned Charlotte Flair. So, that's my rant on that. The show overall was pretty confusing. Um, you know, the the good spots was we saw Cena open the show and call out Roman Reigns for SummerSlam, so that's going to be great. We all know that's coming. Viking Raiders and Riddle they defeated uh, AJ Omas and John Morrison in a six man tag match. Uh, a very in in irrelevant news. We had a Symphony of Destruction match where Jackson Riker defeated Elias. I'm sure Elias scratches his head every night and says, what is going on here? Been on the main roster for, what, the better part of four years? And I just seem to be in so many insignificant matches. And how many symphonies of destruction matches are they, are they going to put Elias in? Um, you know, he's had him with Braun over the years, and it's just getting crazy. So that was that. Nia and Reginald split. And uh, Nia headbutted Reginald after much convincing of Shayna to get away from Reginald. Uh, saying that he's been the cause of their downfall for the last month or two, losing the women's tag titles, causing friction uh, amongst them. So Reginald bounced back quick. Shortly thereafter, within a minute or so, he then became the next 24/7 champion by defeating Akira Tozawa. So uh, that was that was something. We saw the return of Keith Lee. How great is that? We haven't seen Keith Lee for the better part of six months. I believe they said his last match was in January. Uh, came out to Bobby Lashley's Open Challenge. Lashley being the WWE champion that he is. uh, Tough match with Keith Lee. Great seeing uh, Keith back, but he did lose. Lashley won. And, um, yeah, so I don't know where they're going to go with Keith Lee from here. After six months, um, you know, him losing to Lashley is is no no knock to Keith Lee. But um, what exactly are you doing with him from this point on? So that remains to be seen. Um, really would have liked to see him maybe come out against Sheamus in a U.S. title match or, or uh, maybe beating Sheamus to to qualify for an opportunity at the U.S. title in the coming weeks. I think that would have been more along the lines of, of what would have made sense, but who am I? Um, yeah, so then Goldberg's music hits. Really exciting. I know you're excited, aren't you? I'm not. So Goldberg comes out, uh, challenges Lashley essentially to SummerSlam saying, I'm next, God, I hope Goldberg does not win that that WWE Championship. You know, it's one thing not to get Lesnar Lashley that we've all wanted for years, uh, especially with the title on the line, Lashley being champion, but I really hope he does not drop to Bill Goldberg. So, we have the NXT Champion appearing on Monday Night Raw for the first time. We've been hearing rumblings for the past couple of weeks, uh, hearing that the likes of uh, Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed have been backstage so Karrion Cross goes up against Jeff Hardy which we don't see all that often anymore he came out to his old entrance theme uh Jeff Hardy no more words uh very nostalgic that 2007 2008 run when he was a phenomenal singles competitor finally breaking out in his own title run around that time right shortly thereafter did not expect Jeff Hardy to come out and beat Karrion Cross, even though it wasn't a clean win had his uh, feet on the ropes came out and defeated Karrion Cross in less than two minutes. So that was, uh, another head-scratcher. So, uh, this show was just, um, you know, I know Raw hasn't been known to be great over the past several months or even the past couple of years. Um, but this, I don't even want to call this show bad. Um, one of the reasons I felt like I needed to get on here and just uh, air my grievances is it was just, like, um, it's confusing. You know, I, I just couldn't put two and two together with it from, uh, from from Nikki Cross winning the championship in that fashion, uh, especially in hopes of seeing maybe a Charlotte and Becky at Summerslam for the title, or um, and hey, it still may happen. Who knows what might happen? How long Nikki's title reign may be? Uh, you know, maybe even seeing Becky and Rhea. I don't know. So seeing that happen, and then seeing you know Keith Lee come out, which was great, but it was very anticlimactic uh, going up against Lashley and losing, and then carrying Cross. Uh, as the NXT champion, which Triple H and them worked so hard to build these guys up over the years just to get absolutely embarrassed on Raw. Like, where are you really going to go with this storyline with Jeff Hardy? Are you guys going to have a feud uh, throughout the the duration of August? It, it doesn't make sense, because even if Cross wins the next two or three uh, matches, who really cares? Jeff Hardy never g- gets matches on Raw in the first place, and if he does, typically, as far as his singles run has been the last year, year and a half, he usually doesn't win. So that doesn't make very much sense. So I don't know what they do these to these NXT guys. Keith Lee already, carrying Cross. We've seen the p- recent past, uh, Andrade, and, and of course, Alistair Black. And I, I know Johnny Gargano and and um and what should would call it? Tommaso Ciampa are th- are thanking their lucky stars when they were brought up uh, temporarily two two and a half years ago that that they went back down to NXT, and I know they want to remain there forever because that's. Obviously, the right decision. I know Adam Cole, as nice as, as it would be to see him on Raw or SmackDown, uh, I think, you know, he, he's best suited in NXT for the time being because uh, another great NXT superstar, Ricochet, another guy who came up two, two and a half years ago, had a very brief stint as U.S. champion, and he's been in the back for the most part, except the past month they brought him back to television. Uh, obviously, he was in that Money in the Bank match Sunday night and had one of the most amazing spots throughout that show, uh, when when Riddle pushed him off that ladder, ended up on the top ropes, and then did that flip onto the rest of the competitors. Um, <clears throat> yes, very uh, very confusing what they're doing there. Alexa Bliss's playground segment with Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Uh, something about Dewdrop being in timeout. I think Creative should be in timeout. Just uh, w- let's not even get into that. And um, yeah, and I think what's so frustrating about all of this is they have the talent, even though they seem to be chopping down on the women's roster left and right. Looks like they're going to beef it up, though, by bringing up the NXT women, as we see on SmackDown, Shotzi and Tegan Knox as a tag team now. Tony Storm debuting on SmackDown Friday. So SmackDown always seems to find their way. Raw, not so much as we saw tonight. So, you know, as much as I wanted to see Becky Lynch tonight, and we did not, obviously, um, I would have been okay with it, and I still am okay with it, but that's more so if they would have actually made this show good, Uh, especially with a month... Less than a month, basically, until SummerSlam. That Charlotte-Rhea match was was pretty good. But um, as we all know, the end result, uh, Nikki Ash, Nikki A-S-H, the acronym, your new Raw Women's Champion. So I wonder what all of you guys think. uh, If you want to get in contact with me specifically on Instagram and Twitter at Turnbuckle Topics, T-U-R-N-B-U-C-K-L-E. T-O-P-I-X. So, same handle for Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, hey, if you want to chop it up, discuss, that's fine. But, um, again, I just felt like I needed to get on here, talk for a little bit. I don't know if it's helping you as much as it's actually helping me. So, thank you for listening. Uh, Because usually I'm very optimistic, especially when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. Very upbeat, very positive um but after such a uh, overall great money in the bank pay-per-view i was really hoping raw delivered tonight and for the most part clearly it did not and it left everybody confused and looking at one another scratching their heads like dude did that just happen not saying they have to make sense of everything but uh let me at least see some foreshadowing as far as where is this really going or you blatantly don't know and you're guess is as good as mine type of deal because that's uh, more times than not That's that seems to be the case and it's incredibly frustrating because we're investing our time and even our money into your product and so uh, give us something to work with not just more of the same old so that's that feel better already gave you a little rundown of what I wanted to touch upon about Monday Night Raw so thank you once again for tuning in to a much unexpected episode of the Turnbuckle Topics podcast. Again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Turnbuckle Topics. And you can hear this podcast on any platform. It's basically available on most, if not all. And go ahead and leave a review, a rating if you'd like. Really appreciate it. I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Got a question for Pat? Send him an email at turnbuckletopics at gmail.com. That's turnbuckle, T-O-P-I-X, at gmail.com. Find him on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Turnbuckle Topics. Thanks for listening to the Turnbuckle Topics Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. If you like the show, help others find out about it. Leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for another episode of Turnbuckle Topics. See you then.